America. You know, God done shed his grace on thee. Welcome back, fellow podcasters. It's Freedom Friday, and time for another episode of Jeff Fry, an American conservative. So we had another situation that came up right after allegedly President Biden had his State of the Union the other night. And at the conclusion, Republican South Carolina Senator Tim Scott gave the rebuttal, at least the Republican version of the rebuttal at the end. Now, from a historical purpose standpoint, Senator Scott is currently the only black senator, Republican black senator, I should say, sitting in office. And this doesn't sit real well with the uh, Democrats to have a person of color touting conservative ideals out there. And after Tim Scott gave his rebuttal and very thoughtfully and, and done with emotion and professionalism, it didn't take long really for the Democrat machine to capitalize on the verbiage by calling him Uncle Tim, which of course was designed to be a most racist reference to Uncle Tom in Uncle Tom's Cabin. Now as a reference, let's go to Uncle Tom's Cabin. It was a book. And this book was written in 1852 by author Harriet Beecher Stowe. And this book back then popularized a a number of stereotypes about black people, one of which was the main character, Uncle Tom, who was a long-suffering, dutiful servant that was faithful to his white master and mistress. Now, in the Democrats' context of Tom Scott by calling him Uncle Tim, making that reference, they're implying that Tim Scott is doing the bidding of the rest of the white culture out there And that it truly can't be the views of a person with color to be conservative and have those on her own opinions. So, of course, when Tim Scott talks about how he believes that the country is not racist, has problems, yes, but is not a racist country. And he's saying that based on his experiences growing up as a black man, as having to look over his shoulder of people staring at him and and all that. The Democrats say, no, 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 no. You're, you're just kidding yourself. This is truly a racist country. Because when Tim Scott says stuff like that, it goes totally against this narrative that for whatever reason the Democrats feel is keeping them in control of the voters' block of black Americans. Now, since we're talking about history and down memory lane, let's go back to 1865, a couple years after Uncle Tom's Cabin was written because that was the formation of a group called the Ku Klux Klan, or the KKK. And this KKK group was in almost every southern state throughout the Civil War, and for several years thereafter. This was an anti-black group, and it was a vehicle that the white southern resistance used against the Republican Party. Because at that time, the Republican Party, during the Reconstruction after the Civil War, was trying to establish political and economic equality for black Americans. And wouldn't you know it, through the years, the Democrats have long supported, or actually been quiet against those kind of movements by the KKK. And even up until recent times, this would be under President Biden's era as a senator, 
they celebrated a local leader of the KKK by Senator Robert Byrd. So then the question sort of becomes, who actually is the white supremacist? I mean, we're being told on every single major news network that it's the Republican Party who has the, the supremacists out there holding back the people of color, white police officers targeting against innocent, undefendable black men. In actuality, if anybody was to spend a little bit of time doing some research, they would find out that the history of oppression with the blacks in America truly are not tied to the Republican Party. Never have and currently aren't as we speak. Rather, it's always been tied to the more liberal Democrat Party. And we've talked a little bit about this in past podcasts where it's been the Republican Party that gave blacks the right to vote, equal opportunities, try to get them into empowerment work zones, trying to stop the carnage of looting and rioting within the cities. And it's the Democrats who keep putting up blockade after blockade after blockade. And their only defense is the Republicans are doing it because they're racist. I mean, every, everything is racist nowadays, isn't it? If you just have a disagreement with a Democrat, you're racist, no matter what. In fact, by sidetracking for just a second here, this past week, there was a professor out in California who wrote a thesis on how racist our white supremacist grocery store chains are by segregating international foods away from the white food areas in their stores. Give me a break. I mean, yes, it's being done this way for 70 years, which is what this person had talked about. But don't you think that maybe they're doing it that way because it's easier to sell product in a grocery store? I don't know about you, but uh, the grocery stores that we shop in, the international section is actually in a more populous area of the grocery store than if you wanted to find whatever is deemed to be white products out there. So anyway, getting back to this uh, Tim Scott, Uncle Tim, CNN, which by the way is a disgraceful terminology to be referred to them as a news network, had a show with two of their political correspondents, Adana Bash and Abby Phillip. And they went on about Tim Scott, and they were attacking him because Tim Scott was defending some of these election laws that were being passed in our country, in Georgia in particular. And it was obvious during this show that when Dana Bash kind of looked over there and, and gave her a little, little winky wink because she was in clearly making reference to Scott as being a token black for the Republican Party. And let's talk a little bit more about this Georgia voting law because we hear it all the time. Because truly the biggest issue on all that was passed, really, what Georgia's done is not bad. You know what they've done? They're asking for voter ID. They're asking for signature verification on, uh, on absentee votes. What they're really trying to do is to make it harder to cheat. It doesn't make it any harder to vote, or so you would think. The Democrats, however, don't go along with that. They think that if you're needing to show identification, that the by and large, it's the people of color, the black people, who tend not to show up. And now exactly why wouldn't they show up in any other disproportionate share than any other group in America or color of person's skin. Since 2006, 
we have had 36 states which now have voter ID laws in place. I mean, it's not like Georgia is the first one out there who's making all this happen. There are 36. But because of some of these new studies that come out, they show that these laws, get this, out of the University of California in San Diego, of all places, who would think, these new laws disproportionately reduce voter turnout in more racially diverse areas. And because of this, they say, the blacks, the Latinos, the Asian Americans, all of those have less say, certainly in a tight election, as if California's had one in the last 20 years. So their say is being suppressed. But hey, CNN or MSNBC or NBC or any of them, how come you're not interviewing what Main Street black leaders are saying about these strict voter laws which, God forbid, require ID in order to vote? In reality, a recent Rasmussen report found that 69% of blacks and 82% of non-white minorities supported voter ID. And ironically, since the Georgia voter law has been passed, two-thirds of the blacks in Georgia supported voter ID. Now, maybe someone could come to the conclusion that the majority of black Americans support voter ID laws. And why wouldn't they? I mean, come on. Who doesn't want their vote to really count, right? And when you do your vote, you want to make sure that what you voted for is actually what shows up in the final count. Who is against that? And frankly, who doesn't have an ID? Come on, who? And why, why would it be something that you would be afraid to show, at least to a, a, a polling person? You don't have any problems showing it to, to get alcohol, to get cigarettes, to, to, to get me, uh, medical benefits or insurance, plane tickets. You don't, need, you don't have any problems showing your ID for any of that stuff. But for whatever reason, the University of California and the Democrat bandwagon party, they seem to think that just because a person of color has to show an ID, maybe they're not going to vote this time. Give them credit. In fact, this Rasmussen report is exactly saying that. All right? Give them some credit. They're regular people. You know what? They're smart. They work. They have jobs. They have ID. They don't mind showing ID. And they want voter integrity. I tell you what, America, if you really want to know what's going on, if you really want to get the pulse of what's out there, then you're going to realize that Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton and Stacey Abrams and George Floyd victim and all these, they do not represent mainstream black America. They don't. Couldn't you see what was happening when Trump was uh, towards the end there, when he was, when he was getting jobs and, and things for that black community? For the first time in decades, whether it was Republican or Democrat, they were raising themselves up to be more independent. We have a president and an administration right now which is so obviously trying to keep our people suppressed, all of us. Get them on the government dole. Get them government pay. Stay home from work. Isn't it obvious that this regime is dangerous and taking us down the wrong hole as well as the country? I mean, we're going downhill, clearly. The Republicans are white supremacists. Please, America, open up your eyes. You ought to be demanding that our news medias get back to reporting real news.
question what's going on in these Biden half-hearted interviews, questions that aren't being asked. And why not? I'll tell you why not. Because you don't want to know. If you knew, and if they were being doing their job pressing these issues, this administration, would, number one, would have never gotten in, cheating that they did. And number two, they wouldn't be getting along. They wouldn't be being able to pass any of this stuff. We don't need to put up with this. Stay tuned, my friends. We've got a long year and a half until these midterm elections take place, but I'll try to do the best I can. We have all sorts of subjects coming at us from all different angles. I do want to thank you for being part of my podcast. I am Jeff Fry, an American conservative. I'll be back next week with more to talk about. In the meantime, keep us, U.S., the United States, in mind. Thank you.